Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to your God's Love podcast. I'm Haley Helveston. This podcast is all about holistic health, sacred sexuality, and spirituality. I have Emily Harple here. Welcome, girl. Hey, how's it going? Yes, I'm so excited that you're here. Okay, so Emily and I were talking, when was this? Was this a few weeks ago. A couple weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we were, we were at a birthday party, and we were both talking about the fact that it is so important to discuss birth. Because so many women grew up being terrified of this experience. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so tell everybody a little bit about what you're doing. Yeah, so a little bit about me. Um, So I, my name's Emily Harple, as you said, and um, I'm just kind of, you know, like the average woman, I guess you would say, like, I don't have any expertise in birth, um, you know, before getting pregnant. But my background is health education. Um, I actually am um, a health engagement consultant, and I help employers with their wellness programs. So that's kind of like my background. So I'm already interested in wellness, you know, coming into this. And so, yeah, that's a little bit about me, you know. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then so Emily had a – and I, might, I thought it was interesting when you said unmedicated – so mm-hmm. you had an unmedicated natural birth yeah. So go into why did you decide to do that? Sure. Yeah. So, you know, I kind of, I started researching birth before I even got pregnant. Um, you know, when we knew we were going to start trying my husband and I, and so I'd always been kind of interested in the topic and I'm always interested in researching everything in general. So just by looking into some things, reading some books, you know, listening to some podcasts, I started to realize you know, originally I wasn't sure. I was pretty fearful. I think going into it, like you were talking about, you know, you are. Um, but just by doing some research and seeing um, all the benefits to not having an epidural and not having that, you know, all those interventions, I realized that that's what I wanted to really pursue was what I call unmedicated. Um, you know, I think all but births are natural. So a lot of people refer to it as a natural birth, but um, you know, again, I think all births are natural. So. So yeah, unmedicated is the term I use. Yes, I love that. <laughs> yeah, because I think that there are a lot more women that are wanting to do that, mm-hmm. you know, and so it seems yeah. very, um, I love how women are going back to taking responsibility and learning more about that. Right. Yeah. Advocating for themselves. That's what I've learned from my research is you really have to be your own advocate, um, especially now with coronavirus, you know, when um, it's just potentially you and your spouse or, you know, your chosen person. Um, yeah, you have to really well educated and advocate um, these days. So yeah, it's a great point. Yeah. So why do so many women fear giving birth? Yeah, I think, um, you know, a lot of it goes to the fact that there's a lot of negative um, stories out there. You know, a lot of people share their negative birth experience, right, versus their positive. Um, And so I do think, you know, it's important to get those positive stories out there. Um, And then I also think some of it might be just afraid to, um, to look into things. Like I know myself personally, I benefit more from research and knowing everything. I feel more comfortable with that, where some people might want to just, you know, be, um, like bury their head in the sand a little bit and kind of just assume everything will go well, right? Um, and then I think some women too, like just trust their doctors, you know, which I think is great if you find someone you do trust, um, you know, a healthcare provider, but at the same time, you know, 
they, there is that medical model that they talk about. And if that's not something you're interested in, then you would need to kind of educate yourself again and like advocate um, for what you do really want. So it's kind of, you know, up to the person to, to do that. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause what about, okay. So in terms of orgasmic birth, like was your birth like any pleasurable or was it all pain and misery? <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say it was definitely a combination. Um, I definitely, and this is what I also wanted to touch on was when you're talking about like an unmedicated birth, there's more opportunity for your hormone, for my research, what I've seen, you have hormones. So like um, oxytocin and endorphins happen during birth as a natural pain um, way to reduce your pain. And so if you do have, you know, things like Pitocin or um, which speeds up your contractions, basically makes them stronger or um, like an epidural, you're not as likely to experience those hormones or, um, you know, the oxytocin. So I definitely, um, you know, wanted to use those as pain medicine more, right, than like the epidural or anything else. Um, so I did notice that, you know, during my contractions, when I was able to relax, that I could actually feel less, there was much less um, discomfort is what I like to call it, right? Not necessarily pain, but, um, and I did take a hypnobirthing class and that really helped me, you you know, understand the process of birth and how those hormones play into that. Um, and then also how like relaxation helps a lot with pain management. So um, there's, they call it the, the, um, sorry, I'm looking at my notes here. <laughs> um, fear, tension, pain loop. So that's from hypnobirthing. And basically the more afraid you are, the more you're gonna tense up and your uterus is actually a muscle. Um, and so that actually causes more pain in that area. So that's another reason why it's really good to be relaxed um, as much as possible. So that really helped me a lot was the hypnobirthing as well. Mm. Yeah, because, uh, okay, I, I remember Emily telling me that about that you did that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's in terms of what? Uh, hypno, like hypnosis, right? So it's kind of an, the name is a little misleading to me where I think of it more like just re relaxation techniques that are almost like meditation. So like I, you know, have meditated before and felt like that was similar. Um, but it's really just ways to kind of um, almost escape your body in a way, right? So you're not like feeling as much. Um, and also just to remain as relaxed as possible. So they, they have tracks you can listen to um, and different kind of um, techniques that you can use to get to basically just get more relaxed. Um, and it's, it's pretty cool once you try it, like it actually does work pretty well. Oh. So yeah, I think, and you know, it'd be worth trying if you're, especially if you're trying to do that unmedicated um, birth. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So what advice would you give the woman or the men listening if they have a partner that wants to have a natural birth? Yeah, I think this is, um, you know, the main thing to me is doing the research. So finding out what kind of birth experience you want to have. Um, you know, I know going into it, I really had no idea what I was wanting um, from, you know, reading books and, and listening to everything. I realized, you know, we did want to do it in a hospital. So that's a choice you have to make, you know, if you want to have a hospital, um, a birthing center or home birth. So it definitely is a lot um, 
I've heard it's a lot easier to have an unmedicated birth when you're at home or, you know, in a birthing center because they don't have epidurals and they don't have a, a lot of those medications um, available. So it does make it kind of easier. But, mm -hmm. um, but I think, yeah, just doing the research and also knowing that, um, you know, birth is unexpected. And so you don't want to go into it saying like, this is the birth I'm going to have because things can change very quickly um, and you can't plan stuff. So like, I know I wanted to have like labor in a tub at the hospital, they have these big birthing tubs and we just didn't have time for that. So, which is, you know, it's fine. But, um, but that was part of my like birth experience that I wanted was to labor in a tub. So you, know, you just kind of have to be flexible too. Um, but yeah, I would say do as much research as you can. And then also one more thing, get a doula. Uh, I did have a doula and she was amazing. Um, even though she wasn't able to be in the hospital with me because of COVID, she was on the phone with me and I was able to ask her questions throughout like my pregnancy. And she gave me a birthing class, which was really helpful. So um, I think that it's very important to have that support system around you. So like a partner who's um, supportive as well. And like, you know, your care provider, like I saw midwives because I knew I wanted um, that type of care versus like an OBGYN. It's a little bit different, you know, or OB, I guess. Um, that's what they call it. So yeah, just looking in the kind of care, care team that you want as well. Mm, yes. I love that. I've, I've learned a lot. I actually had an Adula on the podcast. Um, oh, okay. I think yeah. she was a midwife and an Adula. But yeah. I have that idea because, yeah, that's so important to have someone there that's what in terms of just the emotional support, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes, emotional and also for your partner, too. Um, that was the one thing I do feel like we didn't get because she wasn't able to be there in person with us in the hospital, um, but especially for a hospital birth, like just someone there to, you know, hand you items or things that you need, or they bring like their little bag of goodies where, you know, it's things to help you um, during labor. So they just are a wealth of knowledge and information too. Um, so I think if you can afford it, you know, they, there is a cost. I know that some doulas will, that are new will like take on clients um, at low cost or no cost as well. So there's a lot of different options out there. Okay. That's good to know. Okay. So what takeaway would you want the people listening to have? Um, I would say, you know, again, just like doing your research and listen to birth stories, especially positive birth stories, do not, if you can help it, listen to any negative birth stories. <laughs> um, you know, if you have to tell someone like, sorry, I can't, like if someone starts going off into their horrible experience, just especially if you're already pregnant, you know, um, definitely try to surround yourself with positivity and take a birthing class. That's super important. I took two, actually. I took the one my doula gave me and then the hypnobirthing one as well, which was great. And they have a lot of virtual options now too. Um, and then I would say, you know, read some books, listen to podcasts. I'll share a list of, of the things that I really mm -hmm. found helpful as well. Um, and, you know, talk to your partner, make sure you're on the same page once you kind of know what kind of experience you want to have. Um, and just make sure that you feel like you can advocate for yourself. Um, you know, I, I saw something the other day about, well, as long as the mom and the baby are healthy, you know, that that's all that matters. But it's really more than that. It should be that you felt like you were empowered and that you had, you know, the experience that the best experience possible that you could have, you know, because, you know, based on the situation. Right. So um, I think, you know, as long as you're doing that, then everything will work out. So. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I definitely agree with you. That is such a great takeaway because I think that we are taught that 
you know, it's this fearful, awful experience. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if you can make it pleasurable or less painful, that's, I'm, I'm all for that. Exactly. I, it is a lot of work. I would say, you know, I start as early as you can too. you know, the, the second you find out you're pregnant, I would just start kind of looking into stuff, you know, and, and exploring, um, and then don't wait to the last minute, you know, and yeah, I think, um, anyone can do it. I definitely think so. And I'm not like someone that has a high pain threshold or anything. So, um, and I think that, you know, it, like you said, women have been doing it forever. And so some of the resources I'll share really helped me kind of understand that and see that like, I'm not the only person that's ever done this, you know, and then it's, it's all women, you know, can do it. So. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. So what's your contact information if people want it? Um, my contact, let's see, I can give you my email address if they want to shoot me an email. That would be great. Um, okay. Yeah. It's Emily, E-M-I-L-Y, K, and then Harple, H-A-R-P-L-E at gmail.com. Okay. Sounds great. Yeah. I'll post your email below. I just had to ask you just in case people had any more yeah. questions they want to go deeper. Sure. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, and I have a, a list of resources. Do you want me to share that now or, or send that to you? I can just post in the notes. Perfect. Okay, cool. All right, y'all. Well, thank you so much because I'm all about helping women have more orgasmic uh, births and relationships, really. So thank you for joining me, Emily. This was a great conversation yeah. on birth. And everybody, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, like, share it. Let us know your thoughts on this. I would love feedback. And have a great day. Bye. Awesome. Thank you. Bye.